All right, good morning, everyone. This is Doug Pinner from Anytime Fitness North Peoria, welcoming you into our show that's yet to get a name and a logo, but we're working on it. I want to welcome in Patrick. Patrick's our head coach at Anytime Fitness North Peoria. Patrick, how are you this morning? I am fantastic, Doug. It's a uh, beautiful Friday outside. If you think uh, gloomy is beautiful, but it is a great day. I was going to say, it's uh, raining on the way in. At least it's not snow. I guess the weather's coming in next week. So, uh, Pat, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from. Uh, introduce yourself to the audience out there, please. All right. Well, thank you for uh, having me on the show today. I appreciate it. And um, I am from a small town called Roseville, Illinois. It's west of here. I went to Monmouth High School, Monmouth Roseville High School, and Monmouth College. Um, growing up, when I was younger, I was very, very active in sports, athletics, track, baseball, um, basketball, um, football. And when I was growing up, I had to exercise for sports and weightlift. So the coaches that I had when I was growing up really motivated me and inspired me to get better. And that's really why I became, started to get into exercise science at Monmouth College, was because I wanted to be a personal trainer. I knew that since I was about 18 years old. And once I wanted to look for jobs after college, I found Anytime Fitness. I've interviewed with you about seven times. <laughs> yeah, Pat, sorry about that. Uh, it's a little inside joke, but honestly, uh, I remember the first time I met you, Pat. You seemed like a rock star in the making. Uh, just need to have you come out of your shell a little bit. And, well, you're out of your shell now. And we couldn't be happier and more blessed to have you at our facility. And you're changing lives every day. So uh, tell us a little bit about what your day-to-day -day activities are. And then let's talk about when it hit you that, boy, you're really making some positive changes in, in people's lives. So let's start about, you know, what's your day-to-day -day activity at the club? So day-to-day, -day, I, I come in, I usually start out with a personal training session during the day. And my mornings are pretty busy with training sessions, usually six, seven, or eight of them, depends on the day. Um, during mid-portion of the day, I'll, that's when I do a lot of my exercise programming, um, various stuff around the club, such as um, using our using the snack bar, like the Quest bars, uh, proteins, drinks, stuff like that. I'll get that organized. And then just any other small tasks, light bulbs, stuff like that. And then I'll fire back up in the afternoon. Yeah, I know you have uh, about 60 clients on the book, so you're in there sun up, sun down. You obviously have a lot of prepping to do, uh, stay on top of your game, so that way you're maximizing the, the people coming in, working with you, their, their workouts. So tell me, after you got on board and you're going through, when did it really hit you like, man, this, was, this is uh, where I want to be? Right, right. Well... I, w I remember the location in the club. I remember who I was with. It was early in the morning. Um, sh this individual, she's been struggling with weight for many years, and she just needed needed an assist assistance. Um, she needed someone to guide her, and I was telling her how what we were going to do to get to her goals that she wanted to achieve. And well, she was just like, "How are we going to do that?" And I told her, "I was like, just give it some time. Um, it's gonna. It might be." six months, it might be 12, it might be two years, but if you give it some time and we work together, then that process will be much, much easier. And you're going to find yourself along the way that you're going to have a lot of goals that you achieve that you never thought you would. Which is perfect. This leads us right into our segue here. Uh, today, we want to talk to everybody about, you know, put your guard down, 
let's look at your health and wellness and, and be real with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. What do you see? Is that is that how you feel? Uh, where do you want to get to? How do you get there? It can all be so overwhelming. It's New Year's. We have a ton of people that join the health club, and they're just so excited right now. Um, what concerns me is, will this level of excitement be around in July and August? So um, I guess, you know, let's talk. I used to weigh uh, over 290 pounds. I remember the times walking through uh, health club doors, extremely nervous, uh, I, I would ask and challenge everyone, just put put that aside. Go into a health club, walk around, uh, talk to the staff, get a good feel for what you want to do and how you're going to accomplish that, and take it step by step, right, Pat? I mean, we can't, Rome was not built in a day, right? Right, exactly. So uh, what's some good questions uh, people can ask when they go into the health club, uh, get them started on the right track? Well, when, when they get come in, they need to ask what kind of support system they're going to have. Are they just signing up for a gym membership? Are they coming in just to use the facility? Um, for the, what they should ask is what kind of support system they're going to have because that's really what's going to keep them motivated and driven to go into the next step of their fitness uh, phase. So whether that whether they just want to walk on the treadmill at first, that's great. And then they want to make that next step to maybe running or lifting weights. Seek out that help and ask the questions prior to joining a gym to, see, to make sure that it's the right fit for you. Yeah. Now let's say you know someone just wants to start on their health. They necessarily they don't necessarily have to join a health club. We just want to get some activity in the body, get the blood flowing, maybe add in some vegetables. I mean. Pat, you've helped me out immensely. I love my coffee. I can't function without coffee. You don't want to be around me if Dunkin' Donuts is closed for the day. I love that coffee. Uh, but uh, you've given me some tips on adding some coconut oil in there, uh, adding honey versus sugar, cinnamon, and uh, some protein mix. And my coffee tastes just as good, if not better, than when I was loading it up with all these calories, and I don't feel so guilty when I'm drinking it. So uh, that's been a great tip. Do you have a tip in your back pocket for all the listeners this morning? If, you know, they want to get started towards a healthier tomorrow, what's one thing you would tell them? One thing that I'd tell you to start doing today is drink more water. Why is that? The reason for that is if you have, if you are drinking enough water throughout the day, you're going to be helping not only your body, such as your muscles, you're going to be helping your brain. And when your brain's adequately, adequately hydrated, it's going to help you think more clearly when all the stressors are coming up upon you during your day. How does a person figure out how much water to drink in a day? I have no clue how much I should drink. T typically, um, people will say a gallon or two gallons per day, day but that's kind of more like the uh, bodybuilding style. Um, what I, what, Science recommends, studies show, is that you should be drinking half of your body weight in ounces. So okay. a 200-pound person should be getting at least 100 ounces in. And that's not even incorporating your fitness activity. Got you. So does my coffee count? Because if so, I'm, I'm there already. <laughs> of course it does. I mean, that coffee that coffee is made out of water. Yeah. So, I mean, that is a fluid, but I'd still try and aim for that 100 ounces of water. 
Okay, so I was reading something last night. It talks about how caffeine dehydrates a person. So if you're telling me I have water in my coffee, yet it's caffeinated, are those two fighting one another? I mean, personally, um, I don't think it dehydrates you. I think it just speeds up your metabolism. And so that way your body's functioning faster and you're going to, well, use the restroom more frequently. I do that enough. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we have someone come into the club or looking to get walking. Support system is so crucial. Uh, we hear it every day. Find a friend to go for a walk over the lunch hour instead of sitting at your desk. Get up, stretch, right? Let's get the blood flowing. Uh, park further away from the front door. Take the steps. There's all sorts of options. I feel like people just continue to make excuses. And uh, trust me, I'm one of them. I used to do it every single day. I, uh, I still do it to the day. And I will put health on the back burner. Uh, way too easily. So what's some other tips you got for us, Pat? I mean, we got a sports system, and we're parking further away. We're taking walks. What What's some of the next steps that we should be looking at? How How often should we be walking? You know, let's let's talk about frequency. So with frequency of exercise, it just really depends on your goals. Um, you, you say walking, that should be a daily activity that you're doing. Like you mentioned, parking further away from your job or the grocery store and stuff like that that's going to be that's going to go into daily activity patrick so you make a great point all right we have to find out what the individual's goals are or that individual needs to find out their goals once they find out the goals then we can sort of help create that roadmap to get them to the finish line is that correct exactly all right and yeah everyone's fitness goals are different based on their own needs or wants or uh whatnot so walk us through that a little bit yeah so when it comes to coaching, personal training, whatever you want to call it, um, first thing is someone should ask one of the first things, what are your goals? Is your goal to build muscle? Is it to run further? Is it to walk further? Or do you just want to be generally healthy? Um, you don't, if you give that specific goal to yourself and to someone who's supporting you, they're going to be able to tell you what you need to do. Um, for example, if you're just looking to be be generally healthy, you should be doing something anywhere from one to seven days per week. So you might be doing an activity every day per week. doesn't mean you're going to go through a really challenging workout every day. Walking's a daily activity that you're going to be doing. You know, one not to interrupt, Pat, but one of the best tips you've ever given me uh, is pick a couple days, stick to it, uh, at first, I was trying to work out four, five, six days a week. That was so mm -hmm. unrealistic uh, with everything going on in my life. And I backed it down to minimum of two days. I have two days in my calendar that I do not adjust on, on my schedule. And I feel great. I don't feel guilty the other couple days if I am busy with work or life. But I do make it a priority for those two days to get my workouts in. I don't carry that burden or that right. weight, if you will, with me. So, yeah, I like that a lot. And, mm -hmm. you know, when we talk about healthy, we're not talking about uh, just overweight people. Last time I was on the show with Tim and Stacy, we were talking about uh, our leaner build people. They're not necessarily heart healthy. Just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. So being heart healthy, we got to get the blood flowing, get the heart pumping the blood around. So what else you got for us, Pat? So back to the purpose of your goals, um, you, you need to have a purpose. Like I said, the general health, 
one to seven times per week. They can be light to vigorous intensity. And the mode of exercise, so what type, it can be anything. If you want to lift weights one day, run the next, swim the third, and just walk the fourth, there's four different activities you're doing four days a week to be generally healthy. Yeah, and, you know, take a walk, take a hike, play golf, do do whatever it is you you can do. You know, find something that you enjoy. Is bowling, that's a pretty decent activity, right? Everyone says during the winter you can't, oh, I can't get out and exercise. How about if they go bowling? They're using all sorts of different muscles, mm-hmm. right? I'm sore the next day, and that's <laughs> after I, I mean, I'm horrible at bowling. Uh, but, I mean... Anything to get that blood flowing, correct? Correct. Get off the couch. The biggest competitor for any health club out there is the couch. Yeah. And that's any individual's worst enemy when it comes to getting to a healthier lifestyle. And you got to have fun with it, people. If you're going and doing the same old thing and you're getting bored and uh, it's becoming very dull, you're setting yourself up for failure. So let's find something that works for you. So it sounds like we need to find a realistic game plan. Pick out a day or two or four, whatever it may be, realistically uh, that fits into your schedule, and then get that support system to hold you accountable to your goals. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. I mean, I think about Morgan. She's one of our members at the club, and I just watched a video on her last night. She was talking about how her one goal was to do a push-up, a push-up. People... There's uh, there's a lot of people that think, boy, you know, one push up, what, what's the big deal? That that was a that was a goal of hers, and now she's doing like 40 push ups at a time. So uh, once you hit your mark, then what do we do? Put your body to the test. Um, do something with what you've achieved. So um, I'll use her again for an example. She's not doing. She's not trying to be healthy. Just because she's not trying to do one push-up just because she wants to. She is doing it to change other people's lives. And that is in a way of just showing, hey, I was able to do it, so can you. And But this Morgan's also going into the military to be a nurse, and she wants to, she wants to help change lives and save lives as well. So, I mean, put what you've worked hard for in the, in the gym, outside of the gym, to the test. Got you. Have a, have a big life goal in mind. All right. So small hurdles all the way to the finish line, if I'm hearing you right. Mm-hmm. All right. And just get started. So when we talk about going for a walk or doing these push-ups, uh, how long should a person be working out for? The one thing I notice, all the uh, new gym goers are in the club for an hour and a half or two, just hitting every single machine. They're in five, six days a week. I see them starting to get burned out. I personally uh, would not recommend that uh, type of regimen for everyone. So can you talk to us a little bit about how we keep things fresh and length of workout and those Mm -hmm. types of things, Pat? So to keep it fresh, um, see what other people are doing around the gym. Um, If if you're coming into the uh, facility and walking on the treadmill, or maybe doing three machines, look around you. Look to see what Joe over there is doing. Maybe you can learn how he's using the machine, ask him for help, and then that will give you another exercise to do, maybe come tomorrow. Yeah. And then just to keep on going with that, take some classes. Um, Most gyms offer fitness classes, 
And those are an opportunity to meet new people, an opportunity to learn new exercises. And you're going to go from level zero all the way up to level 100. I mean, you can learn so much just by taking that one extra step, by asking that one that one extra question, and your fitness goals will seem little at first, and then you're going to be running a 5K or a half marathon. Well, I'll be honest with you, Pat. I never took a live class until we opened Anytime Fitness Peoria. So I get uh, from the coaching standpoint, yeah, get in and take a class. And I see the benefits of it now. But boy, oh boy, for that person walking into a health club, they're nervous, a lot of anxiety. Uh, the last thing I would want to do, join the health club, uh, is to hop into a live class. So how, how can we get people into those classes and let them get their, their guard down so we can focus on their health? Yeah, everyone in those classes, I've loved every single class I've taken, I, I'll say that. After the class, it's like, boy, I wish I would have started doing this sooner because misery loves company. And some of those workouts uh, are challenging. But when I look around, I see other people sweating and struggling and giving me a wink and uh, saying, keep after it. You're doing awesome. That's that motivation I think you're talking about, that support mm -hmm. system, right? Exactly. So um, what if classes are just out of a person's realm of uh, their comfort zone? Then what? What do we do? I, In my opinion, I think if you do join a health club, you should have a comfortable rapport with the staff to where you can go ask some questions and and the staff should take time and show you around and really listen to what your needs and wants are and then help guide you on a machine or two not so much a coaching session but five ten minutes of our time that we have that for the members mm -hmm. right now what about the people that are not coming into the health club because let's face it the vast majority uh, do not join health clubs. They try to do it on their own. So what, what are some tips for those people? So if you're doing it on your own outside of the health club, um, there's so many ways to go about it. You can look on Facebook. You can join a like a Weight Watchers group, and you're gonna, you can find support from any of those areas. Um, if you're on your own, you can do a lot of body weight exercises in your home or outside, walking and jogging is a perfect body weight exercise, um, body weight squats, push-ups, sit-ups, um, burpees. I mean, if you're not joining the health club, but you're going to do it on your own outside of a facility, you can, you can do that to get started. But if you get in, get in a rut, seek out, seek out a place to, that you might join. Um, the greatest athletes in the world, they seek out help. They have coaches, and that's what they're here for. That makes sense. So back when I had my epiphany, it was, uh, you know, I knew, I knew I needed to do something. So I just started walking in the evenings. Uh, and then that led to, okay, I think I'm over this walking hurdle. Now I'm ready to maybe start doing some push-ups and sit-ups on my own. And before long, it kind of snowballed into the point where I was ready to go join a health club. Uh, but, boy, I was so nervous. Uh, wasn't sure of the questions to ask. And, you know, when I got into the health club and, you know, I noticed maybe my fears were getting in the way of uh, what was actually happening. I know at, at Anytime Fitness Peoria anyways, when you come in, it's a comfortable setting. 
we have people in there trying to lose some weight, trying to get healthy, um, you know. So uh, talk a little bit about, you know, we've we've all met with the people coming through the door, Pat. So what's what's a couple things that people should be looking for in a health club to ensure that they're getting set up properly to hit those fitness goals of theirs? Gotcha. It goes back to that support system, definitely, but it can also go back to asking ask them, the members in the club, hey, do you like this place? Do you like uh, that coach over there? Uh, how are the hours? Ask that. Ask another member. Don't ask the trainer or the uh, manager or the owner. Ask that member. See what their honest opinion is because if you're sold by someone in the gym, they're more likely to make that extra step. That's a great point. Um so, again, when you go in, if and when the time is right, you go into the health club and you're looking to join, uh, talk to those members. Get the feel uh, for what, what their thoughts are on the club. I think that's a great point. So, Pat, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the intensity. How long should a person, you know, if I'm just starting to get into health and wellness, how long should I go for a walk? I mean, should, how much should I be sweating my heart's pounding in my chest. What what things should I be aware of? So with with the intensity, if you're going on a walk, one that can be daily, like like the frequency, and then for the intensity, it can be anywhere from light to moderate. It can be vigorous. You can hold some weights. Some people do that, um, but it can only get so hard until you start running. Then with the um, <clears throat> Frequency daily. Do it daily. All right. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge runner. I get bored on the treadmill, to be honest with you. Uh, one thing you told me, though, was with the treadmill, let's in, incline the, the treadmill, keep the pace at about mm-hmm. four mile an hour. And I notice sometimes in the club when I'm working out, uh, I don't run a lot. But when I get walking, I can get my heart rate up around 150, 160 which is right where I want to be because I'm still in that weight loss phase. I want to lose some more weight. Uh, so how can, how can someone judge their heart rate? Uh, so let's talk, let me back up. For a person that wants to lose weight, uh, what type of heart rate should they be looking to obtain during their workout? Oh, I know that's an open-ended question right. because everybody's so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really depends on the person and I, it depends on their age as well. There's there's formulas out there that say it's 220 minus your age, and then you can do some calculations. But it really just depends on how that person's feeling. If that person's doing the exercise and they're huffing and puffing and they're, someone comes up and talks to them and they can't talk, they're getting a good workout. They're doing enough to where they're going to burn enough calories to lose weight. All right, so when they're huffing and puffing, how long of that of a workout should that be? Are we talking, you know, for a beginner, let's say? Mm-hmm. Should that be 10 minutes, 15, 20? Where are we at? Oh, it, again, it goes back to it just depends. If you, if you want to do 10 minutes of an excruciating exercise of walking on a treadmill at a 15% incline, do that. If you want to exercise for 20 minutes, but you can only do two minutes, maybe you will walk at a three mile an hour speed at a 15% incline for a minute, drop that down to a 5% incline and that's going to drop the intensity so you can keep going longer. Gotcha. It's kind of like, it's just like interval training. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, talk to us a little bit more uh, about what people 
can. Let's talk a little bit about portion control. How about that? I mean, one thing I'm trying to do is uh, use smaller plates. Mm -hmm. I notice I consume less food. However, when I'm done with my meal, about 10 minutes later, I'm full, Mm -hmm. but I can still function. I'm not in that food coma on my couch uh, every Sunday afternoon anymore. able to get out and still be a little active. So uh, what's something, I know you mentioned drink more water. What's another thing that people should be looking at? Drinking more water, like you said, and smaller uh, plates and bowls when you're eating. One thing that I personally did when I was trying to cut down for a powerlifting meet was I used a smaller fork, and this fork was small. I mean, it was take a pen and put two little prongs at the end, and that's what I used, and it really helped. Um, I'm someone who can really, I can eat a lot, but when I use it, I've seen, I've seen Patty, he can dominate a dessert bar people. It's impressive. It's, uh, that, that smaller utensil forces you to eat longer. So your brain's going to know that, Oh, I'm satisfied. I don't need any more food and that stuff like that works. Um, also limiting what you have available. So if you are at home and you only have X amount of, let's say, vegetables, fruits, yogurts, meats. I know those are all healthy, but if you only have X amount of an item, then you you can't eat anymore yeah. unless you go to the store and you're not going to want to go to the store. So one of the best things I've done is stop buying potato chips and having them in my cabinet for Sunday afternoon football games. Instead, uh, because what would happen is come Sunday, I go to grab my chips and well, guess what? Uh, I ate those on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. So I like those ideas. All right, Pat, so we're getting ready to, to wrap up. I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day today to come in and uh, visit with everyone. Uh, what type of challenge or what what could we uh, inspire the listeners to right now uh, to challenge them to get health on the front burner? If, if they've yet to, you know, New Year's, the confetti falls, the ball drops, everyone, health, health, health. How do we... How do we go about, if they've yet to do so, get health on the front burner? I would think about <clears throat> I would think about what you have in front of you. Is it are you going to exercise for yourself, for your family, for your children? You want to be around for the next five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty years, maybe. It's not just about going to the gym and losing twenty or thirty pounds. What lies underneath all that is what you're doing it for, for your, for yourself, for your family, for your children. And that's what I challenge you to think about. How long do you want to be around for? What do you want to do with your family when it comes to that point? Yeah, I tell you what, whether you're listening at work or you're driving, whatever it is you may do, for me, uh, working hard, sacrificing things now, is so when I retire, I have time with family, and we can take trips, and we can travel, and I'm not limited because of, you know, back when I weighed more, my knees, my back, ankles, everything was aching, uh, and things were not getting better. So I, I had to take control of my health. Everyone has control of their health, so do something about it. If you want to make a change, look at yourself in the mirror and make the change. If you keep wishing or waiting for tomorrow, that day will never come. So... We challenge everyone this week, take a look at yourself, set some small goals, get started. We'll be back here next Friday to talk a little bit more. Pat, thanks for your time. Greatly appreciate it. This is Doug Penner with Anytime Fitness Peoria. Have a great week. PeoriaLife.com.